Hey, Parley. Meet me at the apartment. <laughs> Yo, you already know. This your boy, Parley, live from DJ House Studios. And we're in the apartment with Parley. Meet me in the apartments. Hey, listen. Y'all know one thing, man. I love my city, ATL. Only thing I love more than Atlanta, the west side of Atlanta. Shot the bankhead. Rest easy, swall. Long little shot of low, long little buddy. Listen, man. We're going to keep it on the west this time. You know what I'm saying? We're going we gonna to keep it on the west side this time, and we're just going to talk about how the west side, this west side, we're going to talk about the west side real quick. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I love the city on um, my side of town, but one of the reasons why I always, you know, big up, especially my side of town, is because it's a lot of great, great things that happen from my side of town. You know what I'm saying? You know, in this culture that we in, everybody always like to glorify the dope boy and glorify the rappers, glorify the entrepreneur, the, the, the real estate agent who made a whole bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? But truth be told, it's a lot of people that plays a major part in our community that help it continually go. Like everyday stuff. You see what I'm saying? And we tend to overlook them people. We tend to overlook them jobs. We tend to overlook the people who do them things. You know what I'm saying? Until we need them. You see what I'm saying? So I want to bring it down a notch. Just talk about um, the community, talking about the kids. You know what I'm saying? Just talk about the upbringing of the kids, how important the community is when it comes to um, leaders for the communities for the kids. I was one of them kids that I grew up on the West. I was a product of my environment. You know what I'm saying? Me saying that, that I seen a dope boy. I seen everything going around me, and I got a chance to choose what I wanted to do as a kid. If I wanted to go be over here with the car thieves, I had a, I could go over there with the car thieves. If I wanted to be with the dope dealers, if I wanted to be the robbers, I had a chance to do that. You see what I'm saying? I really didn't have nobody kind of navigating, saying, hey, do this, do this, do this. Well, I can't say that because I had, I had shot to Coach Fraser. Coach Fraser used to come always to born home, try to tell the dope boys to make me come play football at high school and shit. But by then, dope boys was already serving me, so I just be like, nigga, how you going to tell me to do something? You serving me. You know what I'm saying? So I was a little bit too far off, but what about the ones who looking for a path who just don't have no direction? My next guest is a person who come from this side of town, came from these things, um, seeing everything that you can see coming from the hood. Um, he easily could have also choose to do any of them paths that I said I could have choose to do too. You know what I'm saying? But he stayed focused um, even throughout high school. You know what I'm saying? I, he's a hood person, but he was the nigga the jocks fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? I I would have said he was a jock in high school, even though I know he was in the hood because he hung around all the athletes and stuff. You know, back then that what you call niggas who were around athletes was jocks and shit. You know what I'm saying? But just to see where he came from to what he do now. You know what I'm saying? To go from you know being loved a lot to being hated fucking a lot. You know what I'm saying? To back being loved a lot. You know what I'm saying? There ain't a lot of people who go through that. You know what I'm saying? We don't have our times, our differences. You know what I'm saying? But the love of what we do always. And our success has always made us, you know what I'm saying, be able to see, understand what we're doing this shit for. You know what I'm saying? So I'd like to welcome my next guest. You know what I'm saying? I definitely call him a friend. You know what I'm saying? A big part of what's going on to Atlanta youth football right now. Mr. Motherfucking was on himself, DT. I was going on, man. They give me a lot of, you know, about what's on. I will say this. And most of the time, like, I, don't, I can't say this. Like, when people say with the Warzone brand, I built it. But I can say this. When I started Warzone, they called me. He said, hey, go get this shit copyright. I said, all right, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> See it my later pad. He said, hey, man, go get a logo and get that shit copyright. I said, all right. A year later, he said, look, man, if you don't get that shit copyright and logo, I'm going to get a copyright with a logo. He I talking got about a copyright, got a logo, and Nisha made my first shirt. Facts, facts, facts. We we'll get some clap for that shit. Yeah, I think that your story is a big success story, and the biggest part of the success is that you just started. You see what I'm saying? Like, nigga, like you just fucking starting. For everybody who who watching, I know I got a lot of fans. I know I'll bring y'all artists, producers, everything. DT, when I say Warzone, Warzone is a brand. But DT was a football coach, but he throws, he probably has the biggest reachable, touchable, um, conversational platform fucking in the nation, nigga. And fuck Atlanta in the nation, dog. 
if if yo if if somebody in your city coach football or kid plays football and the team is good, I ain't talking about that shit you just talking about. I'm talking about your kid really play a national schedule like California, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Pennsylvania. If your kid ain't doing that, we ain't talking about that. But if your kid playing that shit, they know DT, they know the war zone for fucking sure, dog. You know what I'm saying? Let's do this right here. Let's start. I want to, for everybody who's watching, I always like to take them back to get the chance to know who, I, who I'm seeing here. For the people who know you, for the people who don't know you, for the people who may know of you. You know what I'm saying? Let's start back to, let's get to know who you are as a person before we understand how you got to doing all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Let's start all the way back to where you from, where you grew up at. Um, Man, I started out in Parahome, youngest of eight. Parahome was rough, but you know, when you there, like to the outside, it may be crazy. To me, it was home. Like, I say by the time I was 10, I may have seen two people get killed. But, it was pair home. It was home. It wasn't nowhere else to go. So when we left pair home, we went to Hollywood Road. Stayed there for two years. Um, we left there and went to Baker Road. Then went on the other side of Bankhead. Doug High, West Fulton. I mean, bad story. I think last summer was the first time my mama had all eight of her kids together. That One or two went in prison. And that was since 93. Oh, congratulations, man. I mean, yeah. but see, like, like Lay was saying, he didn't have them options. He was a part of my options. Like, when I'm playing football at door and I might do some stupid stuff, or uh, you had him, you had other guys like, hey, man, what you doing? Nigga? Do that, do that, do that. So we had, I had that kind of structure. And then I had brothers I saw go down the wrong road. So it kind of screamed me up. So when I stopped playing ball in college, came home to coach, I just fell in love with it, like, the fact of giving back and, like, you know, being hands-on with the kids and being a role model. Where you went to college you played at? Um, I went to Allen University, and then I transferred to Jacksonville State. Where you wanted to go? Miami. You want to go to Miami? Why you didn't go to Miami? What have you got to go to Miami? I was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no, seriously. Like, they just be real. Like you said, I was the football player, but... I home football players at school, but at home I'm with Chale, you know, I'm with all the little hood niggas, niggas. Like, all the little hood with niggas. my guys. So when it comes to it, you see me and I got a honestly, I got a, a high D average, maybe a low C average, and I go make a ten eighty on the SAT. Mm-hmm. Automatic red flag, like what? The f- this don't even add up. So that played a part in it. And Miami only recruit, recruit Florida niggas back in the day. So. That was a part of it. you graduate? 05. 05. That was the year we loaded. But our quarterback, Pierre, born home, got kicked out. Yeah, got PL. Yeah, yeah, y'all was out the bow wow now. Yeah. Y'all was out the bow wow. Yeah, Charlie got a head on dip. Yeah, who's you, Pimp? Yeah, Jason, Sham, Jarvis, Greg. Like, show them what? Greg, everywhere. Y'all showed them how to. Y'all had 16 people signed up. Yeah, y'all slid, yo. You was at Pimp birthday party, um, birthday party. We slid through that bitch. Up at the, what's the name? Man, we were high as a firecracker franchise boy. Hey. And they twin said, "Hey, man, my son." But and, and at the time, I didn't even know. I didn't know. I didn't know Pimp was that good at football. His daddy was just like, "But my son got a party. We need you to get there. We want y'all to come to the party." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "What? What? At the townhouse? Oh, I'll pull him out." And you know what was funny though? That that what like people speak on like and what kind of guy here? They speak volume. You gotta think. We 11th graders in high school. Franchise how the thing. You see them on BET. You see them everywhere. And we had a house party, an apartment. That motherfucker smaller than this. But it about about 150 people in that goddamn living room. Jam tight. Jam tight. And franchise come through. And we come through that motherfucker. That man. man. Nah, that shit done. Not that, that, that's something they got to be praised. Like, y'all, listen. They asked for a penny. Nah. They asked for nothing. They came through and rock. Right, like, they, couldn't even, nah, couldn't, they couldn't, couldn't even breathe. Nah, couldn't even breathe. Yeah, nah. Man, like kids everywhere went crazy. Like we had a whole neighborhood at our park. At a fucking park. And these folks come through, rock it, kick it with us. Facts. These celebrities. Facts. Nah, facts. Nah, facts. Nah, facts. Boom. Have a good session on um, high school. High SAT score. Did you have a lot of offers? I mean, huh? ACT or SAT? ACT. ACT. I mean, SAT. I ain't SAT. SAT. Okay. Uh, I had... 
Memphis. I had Charleston, South Carolina, Charleston Southern. I had Coastal Carolina. I had South Carolina at the door, but that didn't happen. I had a few other small schools. What made you choose uh, Allen? Um, <laughs> Allen was a school that wasn't on the map, but realistically, you didn't have to, not a shot, you didn't have to do work. <laughs> you, knew this, you knew this before you went? Yeah. Court, the, my guy, you, you may know Corey Putman, Putmo from the east side, light-skinned Corey. He was there, he told me. He was like, he got an A average, and he ain't went to club like three times. I left there with a 3-4 out of a semester, and I went to class two times. It was easy to transfer. But when I transferred to Jacksonville State, ready to play, my sister got counsel. I came home to help out. She passed. I just never went back. It just went in me to go back. So What year was this? This was 2007 when I came home. 2007. 2007. You didn't call Dion, goddamn. You didn't slide back down, though. No, no, no. Jacksonville State. I oh, you want to say? Oh, he went. He went where, where TJ call. went to. Gang call. TJ went there. Gang yeah, call. yeah, TJ yeah, everybody went there. get that messed up. They be like, yeah. no, I went to Gang Call. Jacksonville State. Yeah. And that's like, I, I clapped any young black boy to go to them because, I man, when I tell you I went messing with white girl, like, I was so terrified of being on the news. But I wouldn't you, touch him. You did right. Though. I wouldn't touch him. You did right. You did motherfucking right. You did motherfucking <laughs> right. Did you have, was you in, was, did you have dreams of going to the league? Or you just like, I, I like I, playing you know football. What? It wasn't even that I like playing football, man. Like, realistically, I, it was a safe place for me. Like, perfect example, like, my crew from West Ford and even to high school, I'm the only one that never did time. I'm the only one with a clean record. And I owe that to football. I can't even lie. I owe it to football because I was always doing it. Like, that's just it. Like, it was a safe place for me. Like, we knew when we got into it, folk, they knew I had hands. I'll come swing or whatever. But at the older we got, the swinging stopped and the pistol started coming out. <laughs> that went my ball part. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm on the field. Yeah, so, it was safe for me. It never was a, I want to go pro. My, my, my thing always was to what I'm doing now. See, that's the difference with a lot of people. People wanted what they don't have. I had what I wanted. I wanted to give back. I do a back school drive. Over 700 book bags this year. Fully loaded. That's a dream right there. Mm-hmm. Coat drive. This year, I'm going to try to hit 1,000 coats around the city. That's a dream that, I'm a, that I can do, that I'm in place to do. So I'm actually living my dream to give back. Did you ever think football will lead you here? Um, I didn't think the brand would be what it was. I didn't. I wasn't going for that. I, I came home, I was content with being a coach. Like I said. So, so you knew you wanted, when you came home, you said, I ain't going back to school, but I do want to coach some football. Yeah, I want to coach kids. And it was, like I said, something as simple as I was in the youth football group, I cussed, and the dude kicked me out. I started Warzone. Out of nowhere, Warzone. What year was this? 2016. 2016. 2015. No, 2015. 2015. But by then, you already coaching, though. I had been coaching six years. When you say you want to coach when you went before you went back to school, what the first place you went to? Uh, Grove Park, thank you. Grove Park. Who you coach at Grove Park? Um, Grove Park still had a football team then? George Rattlers. Okay, 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 okay. I actually had, I had Ant Man on that team. Mm. I had him for three years. Anthony Edwards. Facts. Number one draft pick. Yeah, amazing kid. So, boom, you went to the Rattlers. How, how many years you did with the Rattlers? I was with the Rattlers for three years. Um, I was yeah, I was around three years. Hold on, I can tell you about my quarterbacks. <laughs> it's sad I still remember though. Jamari, Nehemiah, Shemaz, Ali, four years. Yeah, four years. Then where you went when you left Georgia Rounds? Welcome out. What made you go from? <laughs> what the fuck made you go from all the way on the west side to all the way to the south side? Because now listen, it ain't far now. I mean, cause we grown, but in the sense of it, nigga, that is that's two, that's two totally different sides. Be honest, man, like, me, at that point, I was just naive, and I just wanted to coach the kids. But at the same sense, like, my brand growing now, my brand as a coach started growing. Mm-hmm. And the people within the organization weren't even really rocking with me like that. Uh, Charles had just got a job and left, so he was at Pittman. He wasn't there no more who really brought me in. And everyone was like, my team, everywhere we rank, we here, we there. I'm doing too much. James in the lead, so, you know, he giving back to me. So the hate got so heavy, I just need somewhere to go for peace. 
just went somewhere for peace. It was Welcome All. When we went to Welcome All, you know, you came over there. We Welcome All went nothing before we got over there. No. We added the flavor. And I, didn't even know, I didn't even know her or her fucking Welcome All until then. They, I played against them as a kid. They the Welcome All uh, Red Hawk. Yeah, but I ain't never hearing them about Welcome All until I started coaching with being here, and they were like, we play Welcome All, and they good. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is Welcome All? And they were like, Collie Paul. Yeah. And I was like, Collie Paul got football play City, niggas? And, you know, I don't know that. I'm just like, shit, you know, I ain't. It was a wave went over there, you know, Cole P, Sean. But you was over there about two years before I even got over there, though. Yeah. Yeah, more than that. Because I was at Ben Hill for, I was at Ben Hill like three and a half years, dog. Almost four years. Well, yeah, I was probably over there like three, two years before you. Because when you got over there, Rock Boy was what, nine? Ten. Ten. And that mean my team was seven. 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 So, yeah. So, I had been there three years, yeah, with Jarrell and Joe. Jarrell and Joe. Yeah. Joe did. Then you got there and get my partners. Then, then my personal homies. Like, these ain't just niggas I know. Like, these are niggas that... Oh, yeah, come on. Oh, we finna go. Hey, I'm on the way to Vegas. Come on, y'all. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And they coaching. I'm like, nigga, Joe ain't never played no goddamn football. Free Joe Blow, matter of fact. Free my hey, dog, wait, now, man. That, that's some people say it ain't true. Man, when Joe played fucking football? Like, when I was 13, Joe was on the team and he was 14. Joe was good as fuck. Joe was fast and he would lay your ass out. He looked that like was he West Mountain Wool. We got the dub. I got Joe. Joe got dub for me. He was like, well, you're under you. Yeah, he got there before yeah. me. But when I was on the team at Dog, Joe was good, but Joe went kind of practice. He wanted to stay. He wanted to hang in the He truck. wanted to get money. Joe didn't care about football. Yeah. Joe wanted to get money. So his high school career didn't hit, but oh, Joe was a motherfucker. Literally, yeah. Joe. Jarrell was decent, though. Jarrell yeah. was pretty good. I remember Jarrell. I remember, tell you, I'm quick story about Jarrell. I remember one day, um, coming to the hood, I finally say, okay, I'm going to go play football. I think it's my. 11th grade year, 11th grade year, 12th grade year, 11th grade year, 12th grade year, one of them. I forget what it was. One of them's got them summertime. I said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to play football this year. So I got them go to the Sam on Sam camp. Drill, I, they were like, would you play? You know, back then, it ain't all this shit right here. Back then, it was cover one, two, and three. But nobody ran cover two at all, period. Right. It's man-to-man cover three. That's, that's fucking it. It wasn't no, none of that shit, dog. You see what I'm saying? Drell tried me like three times. I probably picked his ass about two times. What, what Drell was at there? He was at there. Yeah. He he was trying me. I would pick his shit all weekend. But man, you like you could have played basketball though. Cause yeah. may rest in peace, Belton River man. Belton rest easy, Belton. Belton man. took me in when I was in ninth grade. He was up there, and I used to be like, man, you can hoop. He like, is a nigga better than me in the school? I'm like, for real? He like, like between me and him, he was like, man, parlay. No, he poop, poop can hoop. I'm like, no, poor hustle. He can't hoop. I saw you hooping one day in the gym. I said, man, why this nigga ain't on the basketball team? Shit, because I played, I played, I told you, I I moved away to middle school. Then I came back 10th grade, 2000. I came back in 2000, 10th grade, yeah. And you know, when you come back, you came back then. If you try, not transfer in the middle of football season, like I was good as fucking Tennessee. I got I, I played football in Tennessee freshman. Like I, like I played. Like I started. I was I was good as fuck. Then my tenth grade season, I was just like, it's too nice up here. <laughs> I missed the city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I came back to the city, and you know, you got to wait a year. So I couldn't play my tenth grade year. And the fuck you gonna do? You staying born home? Yeah. Like. <laughs> The fuck you gonna do? And by the time I got in the street, it was it was it was too much. But I played basketball my eleventh grade year, but then I failed classes and had to go to night school my whole twelfth grade year. Oh, see, you was a senior when I got up there. Yeah, I was a and senior. I ain't understand. I was like, this nigga too good in basketball not to be on the fucking team, and we losing. Cause you know they they you know they pass you. You know what I'm saying? Do you you know they pass you when you're good at basketball? All right, and you know basketball is kind of. In the first semester, beginning the second semester, kind of. Yeah, right you know what I'm saying? So I'm doing what the fuck I want to. Just, you know, goddamn it. Shit. Miss Morgan failed me. <laughs> you know, she, don't, she didn't say shit too. She's just the nicest motherfucker in the world. You come, you, you gonna be 45 minutes late. You failed her class. She ain't go at all. You ain't go at all. And I just didn't go at all. <laughs> and then she was four period lunch. You know, I'm in Dixie Hill. You know what I'm saying? So she ended up failing me. So I ended up having to go to night school both semesters of my 12th grade year. 
So I couldn't play. I, I couldn't play no sports. So you gone. You know what I'm saying? So that by time, so that by time when when uh Chuck, when Chuck got real, real good and, and best, I was gone already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was, it was yeah, it was, it was too it was too late. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for real, for real. Boom. Doing all that, the coaching, yeah, welcome all. Talent wise, you always had decent teams, talent wise. You know what I'm saying? Niggas wouldn't say like you got super all-star players. Nobody wanna say you like, nah, he got he got the uh, Lulu. He ain't gotta have a tune for Lulu. He just has some all right players. Right. But some kind of fucking mysterious, magical motherfucking way. DT is always in the state championship. How enough, bro? What was the? What do you think it was? I mean, I'll be honest, man. When they come to making a halftime adjustments, mm-hmm. I would go to that. Like, man, I dissect some shit on you. Like it's no tomorrow. Like, if you got any t- bad tendencies, I'm going at it. Like, but and what I did though, my coaching staff wasn't like everyone else's coaching staff. Like, let's say Rock Boy, everybody y'all around the same age. My coach there right now, the same folks. I'm 36. Marvin, 65. Gerard, 48. Kenny, 51. They're old men. They didn't want the spotlight. They was just there to do what I told them to do. I'm, I'm in the light. They cool with it. They don't want you no know, take no pictures, none of that. They was just doing what I So I had structure, mm. and we was able to work together. So that's why I be telling folks, they were like, well, you never could beat this team. Okay, let's go back. We finna find the kids that was on my team. Now that they in high school, we're gonna find them kids. You gonna find them kids. Kids on my team gave up football, they got done with me. Stuff like that. I never had top talent, but I know how to coach them. I know how to put them in place. Another thing, too, is along these two, three years, every year you was losing players. Every year? Kids. Every fucking year. And I'm not talking about a few. I'm talking about, I ain't talking about a few, though. I'm talking about, like, nigga, you were losing, like, three, four, five players, dog. Because, like, what was going on, a kid come to me. Boom. He'll score. He'll been on, came from a team where he didn't even play running back. Mm-hmm. Come to me, score 20 touchdowns. Parent, get on the high horse. Well, DT, we ain't paying registration no more. Excuse my language. Get your kid, get the fuck on. Go somewhere else. Or, DT, we feel, since we won this award, we need to do this, do that. Go ahead on. I get another kid. I'll come 15, 20 minutes before practice, leave 20, 30 minutes out there, and we're going to get it right. So I didn't mind redoing, rebuilding the kid, building the kid, because kids, these days can learn whatever you teach them. Facts. And like you said earlier, if a coach believes in that kid, they'll run through a wall for you. They'll run through a wall for you. You turn black, you turn back, baby boy. That nigga wasn't even a running back. That nigga was a, a, a nose guard. What, 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 what position he played? And tackle. And tackle. That man had 37 touchdowns in his last year. Be. Running that bitch. The other little running back happened to the other little running back, 28. Jordan. Jordan doing great, man. He at Stevenson Middle School. That little um, Reggie Bush. That baby Bush. We call him. Little Reggie Bush. Jordan hit a growth spurt, man. Jordan like 5'9 now in eighth grade. For real. You know, well, he already had a, his dad like 6'3, his mom like 5'8. So it was just, he was just short for that moment. Jordan doing great. Nah, nah. That was, that was up. Then, welcome all. As far as the program. At this time, we was at Welcomeall. Welcomeall was probably the best top program in the nation. Definitely. Hands down. Definitely will. I'm talking about uh, 12 you number one, 11 you number one, 10 you number one, 9 you number one. about all the number one teams. Yeah. Then, boom, it just seemed like year or two, I don't know what the fuck happened, that motherfucker just crashed. Boom. Man, it was... God, honestly, it was the county. They started messing with us. Like, even on some simple shit, like, we had a don- we had someone finna donate two millions to the park to build us a new stadium. Um, Cal uh, Noon Foundation. They tell them folks that they gonna get the money, but it's gonna be spread throughout the parks in the county, and we will receive some of it. So they all finna take their man money and build dog parks and playgrounds and shit when he wanna put it toward the football facility. He just wanted the stadium to be named out to him like Air Bear. See, Air Bear did, and there was a lot of heat on a lot of them NFL players around that time. So, simple stuff like that. Or the so, they didn't let Cam bid a, bid a field over there? No, it never happened. He never gave the money. Because you can't tell a man what to do with his money. What you going to do with What is welcome on now? The city of South Fulton? City of South Fulton. So, that happened. They were saying Coach P couldn't coach. Don't tell a legendary coach he can't coach. 
Mm-hmm. And why they were telling PK and Coach Carter all them fights that were happening? That he had nothing to do with the you know organization. Don't know. I'm gonna tell you one thing about P. Alright, I'm gonna tell you what the, I, this is my motherfucking dog. P gonna talk all the shit. P ain't gonna back down. But if it's some shit start going down, nigga, P makes the smoothest fucking exit in the world, Ooh, buddy. You don't even notice he gone. <laughs> Car gone, he gone. Hey. P ain't going there, Hey, P gonna get the fuck off. P gonna talk all this shit. I just be lying, see shit. I'm like, where the fuck P at? Now, that's a new outfit to see P out here fucking some shit. I ain't P a big motherfucker, too. And, and, and to be honest, the biggest hit. They hit welcome all what I think destroyed welcome all. Most mm. of folks gonna get offended, man. It was y'all when the rock boy broke up. It took the heart out the park. Nah, it was not. not the same it it really did. But I'm gonna tell you it again. It had nothing to do with everybody around. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That it had nothing to do with everybody. It took around. the heart out of the. Park. Yeah, well, if 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 you got it, if you got a goddamn two people in the house and they adopt a whole bunch of kids. All the kids can get along all they motherfuckers want to. But if the people who house it can't see motherfucker eye to eye, nothing matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This shit don't matter. I think that's the only reason that Mark got his national championships. Facts. For sure. Facts. You know what I'm saying? These, these is for a fact. You know what I'm saying? And this is the reason a lot of these, well, shit, no, Mark got the book of all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, not to take nothing away from what they did, but... That's how. Because if 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 Rock Boy had kept going, all the kids would just kept coming to Rock Boy. Yeah, Rock Boy was it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think as a coaching staff, we was ready for the caliber of kids that we had. Just be totally y'all honest. Weren't re- y'all weren't ready for the national spot. Like, y'all was con- content was, with, with state, state championships. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's good again because, like you say, most of everybody who was at Welcome All, besides Pete, was really some, on some old school shit, though. Like, they... They'll be on the stage stuff like Big Oomp is. Big, man, I remember I used to tell Big Oomp, Oomp, bro, we fuck we got Oomp. Like, man, I ain't with that shit, probably. We're going to goddamn do this B2C, Frank Ski, that's it. Bro, we done. Bro, still the same way. <laughs> we done. We done. Hey, Oomp will donate to whatever I do, but he ain't playing no wars on ball. Oomp ain't doing none of that shit. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand it until I started having programs and team myself, and I started saying, oh, that shit ain't happening, bro. You got listen, you have to be a certain type of person to deal with kids and parents. And you have to be a strong person to deal with some kids and some damn parents, dog. Because these the kids will tip you over the line, and the parents will tip you over the line, dog. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that everybody involved understand how important it is for everybody to play their role in the position. I think that's why football fucked up. Yeah. I don't think parents know how to be parents no more. I don't think coaches know how to be coaches no more. Be agents. I don't think... You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody wants to, every everybody wants to be their own boss. You see what I'm saying? I can be playing with DT, goddamn team Warzone, Warzone Eagles. I can have two good years. I'm gonna start my own program. Right. I don't even want to be with DT. I don't want to be Warzone no more. I'm gonna start my own program now. I won two championships. Like I, I had a dad offer me two thousand dollars to give his son an award at the Warzone Award. $2,000 to give his eight-year-old son an award at the Warzone Award. It's not. I know we were talking about this online, and this for like for everybody who's watching, dog. It's nothing wrong with your kid failing. It's nothing wrong with your kid not being the best right now. You telling your kid, this nigga faster than you. This nigga stronger than you. This kid is better than you, dog. That if that don't strike an ambition and driving your kid, then competition might not be for your motherfucking kid, bro. Because one thing about competition, dog, you gonna know who who to win or not. Everybody in the NFL don't get participation trophies. You gonna have a man of the year, offensive player, defensive player, lineman, receiver, quarterback, running back. It's gonna be individual awards. I think that when you do shit like that. You take his competitive edge away. So now, I think that's the reason why the transfer portal fucked up in college. If, if you look at all the kids right now who are in college, what's the kids who first started leaving their team, joined the other teams? Man, that's, that's bad. That's, it's, it's horrible. And then they don't took this shit to college. But I, I And see, and that, with it, like you said, it, it starts with Little League football, goes to high school, 
take that shit to college, and that's why a lot of them don't even make it through college because of that. Like, people don't know how to fight. That goes with the streets and everything. They don't know how to fight for nothing sure. no more. Either you want it bam, or you don't want it, or you're going to go another route. You got to be able to fight. How can if me as a player, I remember my first got to do it. I was the man at my park at running back. I see I see a nigga Jane Davidson over there. I'm getting up there. I'm 175, like 510. You a little fuck, dog. With a head full of dread. Hey, but 175, 510 is used for a ninth grade. It's big as fuck. But I see Jane Davidson over there, 190, 511. Oh, you play running back? Oh, okay. I'm going to try this shit. But get what? I can play fullback. You the hell of a fullback. I got my ass on the field. Like, these folk playing for now. If I ain't going to play running back, I'm going to go to this school. Man, you, hey, you got to be versatile. You got to be able to fight for something, though. Like, who go to Doug and expect to play as a ninth and 10th grader? Who goes anywhere and expect to play as a ninth and 10th grader? That shit don't happen. And, and, and... The conception of what these kids think that these offers are, nigga, you're not, they're not offering you. They want you to commit to come to their school. It's a commitment letter. They're not offers. Now, it's cool to put it up and say, Georgia offer me, Texas offer me. That's cool, but I'm going to tell you, like DT said, DT, man, you, you got to go take a picture of that fucking box. And you got to put it, send it to me. I'm going to post it online, please. Because I'm telling you, when I was in high school too, ninth grade, like I say, bro, I ran a 448. In eighth grade, before I even touched it, while I ain't got in ninth grade, I ran a 448, University of Tennessee. And Jamal Lewis and fucking Payne Manning was that there bitch. You see what I'm saying? I was getting fucking them same fucking letters. Back then, they was called commitment letters. Letters of commitment. Interest. Letters of interest. Interest letters. You see what I'm saying? And you're going to get them from every... If you good in any type of way, you're going to get them. You see what I'm saying? Now, this is for parents, too. Just because your kid gets offers in the ninth and tenth grade, that don't mean a bitch-ass thing. Because for the first... For, Understand this at one. He can only go to one school. Don't matter how many schools offer him. Two, it don't matter if they offer you in the eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. Nigga, you gotta fucking perform to your twelfth grade season. You can get all you can get a hundred offers. See, guess what? That's the that's the thing that messing up a lot of kids. They seeing other kids getting all these offers and they getting discouraged. Listen, you can go read NCAA rules. You can't offer a kid until his junior year. You can't officially commit until after signing day of your junior, junior year. This ninth and tenth grade stuff, they like y'all. That's just like right now. I post a picture. Hold on, I'm a, hold on. I'm gonna give you a better one. I'll give you a better one. Nigga, we're in tenth grade. This girl right here, find the motherfucking high school. But at twelfth grade, you like, hey, what happened, y'all? That ain't same girl from goddamn. Oh, and I feel all well. She don't blew up. She don't got bigger than motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? But. It ain't the same. Like you got to come, you got to compete. You see what I'm saying? And don't and it only take one year. And it only take one game. One play. One play. You know they what I'm saying? They don't get you. They don't get you, man. But like stop being so stuck on all those offers. Cause those are not, those are not offers. Them folks are playing with y'all. It, it like I said, it's just like I post a picture and 20 girls like it. Let me I'm in 20 relationships. No. <laughs> Perfect. Like, it's like that's how it, it playing with a lot of these kids and it's messing them up. Parents now, too. Parents, oh my god. Parents are worse than the kids now. Parents are beefing with parents about this. Mm -hmm. Like they they falling out. Of, like man, it's it's on some other shit when it comes to these offers that these kids are supposed to be getting. But, and then and then they not even focus on the academic part. Of it oh my god, ain't nothing like a kid posting he got seventy five offers and got a D average. You don't have offers because you can't go to school with that. Okay. You can't. For sure. So, boom. You end up, why you went after Welcome All? You did, your, you did, you did an extra year, didn't it? I did. You did another year. You did, you, oh, you did your own Welcome All no, year. You know, COVID hit, so I just went to Hateville for a year. Show them and did. And I wore a black and gold oh, like Doug. Yeah. And then after that, I just went to Doug and coached high school. Show them did. What made you stop coaching Little League? So as the brand grew, politics came into play. So it's kind of like DT coaching that welcome all. DT got the wars on the wall. It got to the point where my team couldn't even play in my own bowl because well, his team, man, I ain't playing because it's his bowl. He gonna cheat for his team. Well, he that kid only won because he played on DT team. So it was like, let me start this. Let me go home. Let me go coach at, at my high school. I went and coached that dog, running back coach. So, 
to keep business and being able to still touch kids and help kids, I fell back from coaching. So when you was doing your thing and people wouldn't make it, you just wanted people to know you was honest at what you was doing. Right. It takes take a good, it takes great character. Yeah. They take, take great character right there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To even care about the opinion of people, even though it don't even matter for real. Right, man. You know what I'm saying? One, um, one of my friends was at my award ceremony. Uh, they said awards on the award. I gave away 217 awards. She ain't asked me how much I paid for everything. You know what she asked me? How is it possible every kid you gave an award to, you said something about, how do you know all these kids? Because <laughs> I'm genuine with what I do. Like, I actually love this shit. This is my life. Like, these kids giving back. Um, even, for example, Ant-Man, Anthony L, number one draft pick. I'm in the barbershop. Nigga said, man, yeah, you know, man, I saw Ant-Man. I helped raid that boy, man. He ain't even speak to me. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I said, you saw Ant-Man and he ain't speak to you. You helped raise him. Yeah, well, I said, man, I saw him. He hugged me like he turned into a kid. Oh, DDT. That's what you call me, DDT. DDT. He run up, hugged me. Tell me how much my nephew Quiz that was killed. He tell me how much he missed Quiz and how much he loved me. It's easy Quiz, hit too. Me. Hit me if you need anything. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, you still got me now? I said, yeah, I got you now. All right, Coach, love you, Coach. And he kept going. That's the kid that didn't speak to you? That mean he didn't know you. That mean you didn't touch him. That mean you went there for him. You probably, what's up, kid? I saw you score. What's up, kid? You know, but if you ain't hands on these kids, these kids know who genuinely care about them. I have top prospects right now at all my events working. I'm paying them with more than probably what they parent making two days. They getting that with me. So when you all about the kids and hands on with them, they have a different love and respect for you. Starting a war zone. You say you started war zone because... The other group kicked you out. Right. All right. What the fuck? What group was it before Warzone? <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> it was Mike Junior. Man, uh, it was called Atlanta U Football Group. Oh damn, Mike the purple purple gold, yeah, Mike Junior, Kobe, Mike Junior, Laker fan. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a group before then, though, for real. Yeah. No, it was a coaches group, wasn't it? No, it was called coaches group, wasn't it? It was something Mike Junior was over. He kicked me out for cussing. Though. It was something about called coaches. Yeah. Then my dog started Warzone. And what made you what made you call it and name it Warzone? Because like we, we were already getting going at it with you football, and it just felt like home. And that was before the game Warzone the uh, game all the kids play. This was before that game came out. Yeah, <laughs> so sure was. I played shit out of it too. Yeah, it was before Fortnite. But like like I said, I started it, and even like like you lay, you don't know me since I was. 13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-13-12-
Goddamn, DT gonna say all kind of crazy shit. Sean just rubbed niggas the wrong way, and Mark was cussing everybody out. Everything Mark was saying, you'd have thought Mark got, had ten bodies when he first started getting on Warzone. Fuck this nigga, puss ass nigga the inside. Beat y'all like, hold on, these football niggas. <laughs> Hey, and that and see that now that was okay for 2015, but around 2016, street niggas started coming to you football. They sure did. So look, you like, hey man, like I had to tell the nigga, uh, Rello, he was arguing with uh, Mont on what's now. I called him, I said, hey bro, you can't talk to him like that. He like, man, what you mean? We always talk to him once. I said, listen, if you go there, you don't have to go there. So if I were you, I'd just ease away from that conversation. I'm going to delete it for you. Don't start it back up. Man, what up, what up, what up? I'm going to tell you one more time. You going out there? Just like when nigga you say start you. Hey, man, look. Probably you can't do that with him. You're going to have to go there. So just stop right now. Like, I used to really have to call niggas that didn't know any better. Like, hold on. They in here. KK. Remember KK? Uh, yeah. Free KK, too. Grocery Road. Man, KK. Yeah. I'm at a tournament, and KK finna go get a nigga. I'm like, Cole, please don't do it out here, Cole. There's too many kids out here, too. That nigga didn't mean it. I'm finna go talk to him. I had to calm that nigga down. Like, so that's when they, you had to, like, try to maneuver it a little bit. Like, hey, certain niggas you can't go that with because you going to have to really do it. Did you ever feel like with me having this platform, if something happened to somebody, did you feel like you would feel responsible for it? Um, or did you ever even think about that shit? I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't even think about it until, like, niggas actually – Pulled up on each other one time, <laughs> and I and I, I raced to the like I'm gonna tell you what they ain't do that, but they put up with each other. It was Big Mike and Coach P. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine me standing there between two? Them two big ass niggas, three hundred pound black niggas, black hey, ass niggas. Do they pull up and walk my boy? We finna go down. I was like, man, this shit that powerful to have grown men leave their living room to meet up at a park and fight. I think it's about killing each other. So that's what that's I football. That's a football, cause you know about some football turn it in, turn it that, and then you arguing threats, and certain niggas you gonna have to go that way. What was your first event that you did? Was it the uh, uh, Warzone Awards? That was the first event. Oh, let me tell you, my first event. This how I got played, and this shit crazy. Um, I ain't had, I never did a tournament before. Um, and Trez from the Rattlers, he called me. He was like, "Hey," he said, "DT, we hadn't talked in years since I left the Rattlers." He said, man, I'm doing a tournament, and I, I want your help with it. I'm like, what you need my help with? Me not knowing my platform. I'm just having the group to talk shit. And remember right out there that when y'all talked me into getting the shirt and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm like, okay, what you need my help with? He said, man, we just need to get some teams to do a tournament. Cool. I go on the mall. I go on the on. Hey, I'm doing the first tournament, blah, blah, blah. We had 18 teams. 18 teams was a lot back then. So at the end, it's over with. All, everybody, DT, great tournament. They shout me out, tagging me. Retweets, all that. Great tournament, DT. We sitting there. He had probably about $10,000 in the hand. Tread from the gate. He had asked me. He said, DT, before we did, he said, how much you want to be paid? I'm working at the airport, $11 an hour. I said, well, you give me 200 a day. We got a deal. Hey, they got about $10,000. I ain't never seen so many 20 legally in one pile. And they counted out $600. I said, here you go. Him and nigga Ant. He said, but we gonna split this. I was sitting there scratching my head like Hold on, goddammit. <laughs> so summertime he called me, he said, We're gonna do another. I said, No, nah, we not. I said, Me and you could do one. I said, but Ant didn't do no work. So you and him gonna split fifty and I get fifty, or I'll do it by myself. He was like, Cool, we ain't gonna do that then. Bust it down. We did we made a few thousand, made good money. That one. And then the next one. He tried to bring everybody back in. I said, well, this is what we're going to do. Y'all going to do y'all's, and I'm going to do mine. I had 53 teams in mine. They had seven teams. <laughs> <laughs> it was no turning back for that point. Like, it was no turning back. But it all really hit because they were trying to maneuver, nigga. Like, they really chumped me. They were trying to work you. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, they had been doing it, so I didn't know. You didn't understand your worth at the time. Right, so. And they played on that. Instead of pulling you in, like, hey, right. man, DT, man, just come on here. It would have been an easy fit. Yeah, like, he probably still be with you right now. Facts. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Damn. How do you pick your admins for Warzone? How, how, how do you always pick your admin for Warzone? Uh, 
I don't even know, man, to be honest. And Warzone is a Facebook group, y'all. It's a Facebook, it's a Facebook like group. 17,000 people from youth football and the parents, coaches, some kids going to snuck in them too. But, I mean, I usually pick the people who I know going to be active and be on there all the time. So, cause like, with with the brand growing and me being busy, I, if you notice, I don't even post like I used to because I be having so much going on trying to maneuver everything. So, I usually pick who I know going to be active and who I can trust. Nah, for real. Cause motherfucker going if if you don't make no game, you can go on that motherfucker and you gonna get play by play. Everything that happened in the stands, the football field, everything. After the game, the live screams, and it became so fucking and then you know you go on there, I used to go on that motherfucker. Listen, the shit was so bad, you would go on that motherfucker and you'd be on that bitch all day. A nigga be at work with your phone like that, you can't even work because you watching and you can't the shit so did you when a nigga say something, you got to say something. When I knew the group was special that time, man, you remember we had the snowstorm, everybody was locked in. Yes. We go out. And we started doing the rap, rap battle. Bass <laughs> oh, uh, started the rap shit. The rap battle. <laughs> everybody coming in, dropping videos of them rapping. Sure they did, dog. It was crazy. Sure they did, dog. Sure they did. Boom. So, first thing events, football tournaments. Then it was the Warzone Awards. Then it was the uh, Father Daughter Dance. It was the mother son dance. You know what I'm saying? Do you have anything you add, or you just gonna keep building on top of them? Um, I'm doing a sneaker ball. I'm putting that in place. Oh, Love to have your help with that, by the way. Of course, I mean whatever. Sneaker ball. Um, you know, I do the uh, I do the uh, was on basketball game where you only had one of them. D two. When you gonna have another? How many you had? Two. I mean, three. Three. Last year was the first year I didn't do it because it still was shaking with the COVID. It was hard to rent facility. But mine's different. I ain't competitive like y'all. Y'all have NBA players and nigga dunking. I go get them same football coaches and dad who fuss at the kids all year, and I let the kids coach. So Junior telling dad, you ain't running. You know what? Come out and sit down. Like, that's what we doing. Yeah. Nah. We got a nigga, we got a nigga <laughs> who ain't picked up basketball in 12, 13 years. I'm about to die. It was one game, Buster. Uh, Buster the fool. Buster was in nachos at half court. Like, that's the kind of stuff going on. Oh, that shit is probably hilarious. Hey, we have fun, but that, I was thinking about doing that again, but the basketball game, it, it's a lot of stuff I do where I take a hit. People don't realize, they be like, did he make it on? Take a hit. Mother, son, then, hit. Father, daughter, then, is a hit. Because you got to think, I'm only charging $50. Feed you, decoration, DJ, photographer. Event hall, <laughs> clean up. I'm taking a hit. People don't. People are so busy trying to count them pocket, pockets. They yeah. don't realize when I'm giving. Cause they so stuck with like even. Now you put people out there. What's on ball? Forty seven k was spent on the event. Forty seven k. That was a great event, though. It was a great event, man. Amazing. Like I was tired as hell. Like they, I was so stressed and tired. Jabo, mm-hmm. call my little bro, my mama love him. Jabo was doing my security, and this nigga got so mad at me. But he, I think he told me his girl told him that I was stressed. I one of Jabo security guard. I seen him at the concession stand, eating some goddamn hot dog and drink water. I called Jabo. I said, you know what? He can leave. All of them leave. I'm paying you for the day and tomorrow. I don't want to see these nigga no more. Jabo, man, hold on. You think you talking? We argue, we argue, we argue. I called him back. I said, I love you, little bro. He said, man, I love you too, man. He said, girl just explained to me you, you panicking. I was receiving over 300 calls a day, every day, from crybaby coaches. Like, I never, like, I had 117 teams. 117 teams this year. Three locations. I've never, ever received that kind of stress before. Like, like I almost went crazy, man. I I'm, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you some jewels real quick. On the day that you do events, the regular phone don't even bring out the house. Have that bat line. Just have the people who got that bat line. They'll serve all that. Then the people who for real for real about it, they'll call you the next day. Nigga ain't for real for real about it. You ain't worry about that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I need that. That's y'all, Mojo. Yeah, yeah, you can't bring that phone out, dude. You got to have a chance. 
Go buy, go get you an event phone, put some number, go put some minutes on that bitch. A minute phone, put some minutes on that bitch. Every time you do an event, this this the phone right here. I got that. They were calling both phones. <laughs> Who got it? That's what I'm trying to figure out. We need to get down to the bottom. We need to get down to the bottom. Hey, I never witnessed nothing like that before. Like, it was to a whole nother level. Bro, I was like, look, I'm going to come out there and help you, bro. Cause you sound like you stressing. When last time you went to sleep? I said, bro, I haven't been asleep. Because, like, even though I got it set up, like, like I said, like, I, I love to give props to people who helped me, such as y'all. Like, like I said, you made me go get it copyright. Now, once did I ever see you say, when niggas be... Hey man, if it wasn't for me, he wanted on the group. I said that. Nice. Made me get my first shirts and stuff like that. I wouldn't have never did none of that. Never heard about it. Val dude does my schedule. Val helped me structure everything. Val don't want no credit behind it. But I can't, I couldn't have did none of this. My ex-wife. We still cool to this day. She still come work the walls on. Bro, that woman taught me how to handle stuff. How to handle paperwork. How to read certain stuff. How to understand it. Give credit, but... That's it. It still be scratched because I'm the face. Like, and I, and like, even niggas, like, pull up to the gate. $15. They think I'm rich. But y'all go to a nigga y'all don't know and pay $25 without saying a motherfucking thing. Oh, damn well. Without even hesitating. Y'all pay that $25. Don't get kid no award. Give them a shout out. Don't do none of that shit. Oh, man. Ain't time for a weekend. I'm giving out crazy. I got you a ring in the car, too. I'm giving out both of y'all. I'm giving out crazy rings. Nigga ain't never seen these kind of rings. At the Y'all give a nigga $25 who ain't giving ring. He giving one trophy to the whole team. That's it, to the whole team. Not each kid get a trophy, just one trophy to share with 30 people. I'm giving out rings, $1,000 to the best dressed team, uniform to the team that scored the most points, pizza party to the, the best baby team that dresses the best. Uh, team got a shoe deal. Like, this is kind of stuff going on in my event. But people still find a way to complain because they know it's me. And that's the crazy part. Fuck them. Fuck them. Shit, tell them like you tell the other parents goddamn who talking about they ain't paying registration. These kids get the fuck on. Y'all <laughs> 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 the boys and horns on that shit. Get your kid to get the fuck on. Hey, I'm... That's one of my favorite fucking lines. I don't give a goddamn fuck. Hey, damn, Polly, I've been knowing you for 20 years. All right, all right. Get your kid to get the fuck on. And I'm going to tell you one of the biggest points uh, like uh, I did a was on award, Coach Tim, Coach Walker, Coach Rambo. The fact that they man, Coach Walker said this, to, and and it, and it, it teared me up a little bit because you talk Coach Walker, Coach Rambo, they coached the first youth football team ever for black kids in the city mm-hmm. in nineteen sixty or three, nineteen sixty two, somewhere when they say, man, we got to honor this young man for what he's doing and give him a flower now, we're proud of him, blah, blah, blah. It just kept going. Man, that made me feel good. That was better than they giving me some cash. Then Walker don't, Walker don't goddamn commit nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Mr. Walker say, this is good, that, but you don't hear Mr. Walker say, no, he's stiff on everything. Man, man, Walker spoke 10 minutes about me and my greatness. I was like. And that was amazing. No, she said, uh, this, is, this is Mr. Walker who won't even let people be here with black in their uniform. Man. <laughs> but I ain't get no black love. You ain't wearing nothing unless it's red, white, and blue. blue Mr. That's it. And if you come over there to work, you tuck your shirt in. That, Mr. Walker. Yeah, so, yeah. Man, it was amazing. Coach Tim. Come on. It's the history. He's the, he he like, is a lot of history. Coach Tim called me 20, 20, probably about 20 times a month. I got him saying on my phone, it's a great one. He he, is. he chopping up with me. So, I mean, those are the kind of jewels you get that's better than a check or better than whatever, whatever. There's something that means something to you, man. And I think, like I said at the beginning of the show, I think that's the most important part in what you're doing right now. Bringing the old people who are doing what you're doing, highlighting them, highlighting the people who are doing it now, highlighting these kids, taking your time with what you're doing. Like I say, it's a lot dealing with parents and fucking kids, and you do this on a continued basis, dog. I think the people like you and the jobs like that is what makes the community rotate. You know what I'm saying? That's what make this shit move. Because without people like you, it'd be more break-ins, more car break-ins, more headache parents, no goddamn, more goddamn senior kid over here, more kid in detention center. It'd be more shit going on. People don't understand how much you football keep. Niggas like me, <laughs> for one, you know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, bro, I've been coaching for like 12 years, bro. I can't fucking say that. 
I probably coaching has probably saved me from a fucking lot of shit, dog. Man, so many people like that, man. You know what I'm saying? Kids, fucking everybody, dog. Just to see what it is right now and to see where football is going. You know what I'm saying? To, to see how these kids can change their parents' life right now. I think these are the most important times in youth football, even more important than we was, because we couldn't get no check at 17, 18. But these niggas getting, <laughs> these niggas getting big checks now. I remember them hungry days and them dorms with nothing to eat. They ain't going through that no more, DT. Right. These niggas pulling up in demon cars and, you see what I'm saying, with these NIL shit. Like, and I think these times are the most important times to really bring some of that old school structure back. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to help these parents, were the ones who, who understand it, to overcome, to, to to be triumph with the shit that they got going on. You see what I'm saying? To then you at that school, what you got a nigga in front of you two years, bro? Wait it out, bro. Work hard out. Wait for your number call. Play another position. You know, just to kind of weigh them options where people can actually listen to what you're saying. Because I feel like a lot now, it's too many little league coaches trying to tell parents with kids in high school what to do. But like, like let, let go back to something though, like. I remember being a kid, and when the, when the dope boy, the OG started coaching us, they provided structure and they taught us without teaching us what they're doing. But they kept us in. It was really just helping helping you become better. These guys ain't doing that no more. They doing it for themselves. Like we had big time debt in pair home. May he rest in peace. Big time debt. Take care of whatever you need. Big time that used to buy us 4th of July clothes. Try to do for Easter. For sure. <laughs> like, they're the kind of dude. Now you're dealing with dudes who's trying to get, trying to make money. Like, off the kids, off the parents, off the coaches, whatever. It's it's a hustle. It's not even genuine no more. Like, even, for example, my kid, I sent you. Amazing young man. I knew if he came. That boy Eddie, man. Eddie, Eddie Young. I love him. Like he's my little nephew. I fuck Eddie, man. I sent Eddie to you. Eddie love you. He, I knew. See, with certain kids, you know who they are and you know what they need. You took him in without a doubt. Took him in. No questions. You don't got to pay for that. Nigga, check, come. I got you. Just took him in. Don't worry That's what we need. See, right now, you you go find a little league coach right now. Hell, all my relationship had trouble because the amount of money I was spending on little league. Find a coach right now that don't bought a set of uniform. Don't bought some school clothes. They don't. They don't. They don't. I'm bought a pair of shoes. These niggas don't do shit. Huh? I told these niggas, bro, nigga, we had seven uniforms this year, seven on seven. Seven uniforms, bro. I don't know how y'all wore them, Seven uniforms, my dog. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like. 49 if you mix them up, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, 49 if you mix them up, but like. People don't put nothing into this. Like, I'm still, I still be paying shit from shit from fucking 707 season done. And I'm still getting pills like, hey, what is, I'm like, God damn it, what the fuck this shit? You see what I'm saying? People don't understand, but like you said, without people like us, bro, that's why I think we blessed, DT. That's why I think, you know what I'm saying, Warzone is so great. You know what I'm saying? Uh, other than the fact that you understand and pass all the tests that you needed to do. You know what I'm saying? It's your character. You can't change character, bro. You see what I'm saying? Mark didn't start winning till he changed his character. Thanks. You see what I'm saying? His character. And I don't mean to seem goddamn spiritual, but God ain't going to bless you if you don't have good character. Mm. It's not about good deeds that you do. Fucked up, nigga, do good deeds too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's about having good character. And I think that's, that's why we at where we at right now. Like you said, DT, you good that shit. Nobody really help you. I mean, it, it took the people, but that was, that was some shit you did, bro. You see what I'm saying? And to, to go back, what you're saying about character, I remember, uh, so at the event, if you've never been to one of my events or you football event, it's a gate. You paying to come in. I'm, I'm standing right there watching the game. They hit walk talk. Dude just ran in. Uh, I see the dude. Now, me knowing my brother, what my brother's been through down the road, he had on the, the dickies with no belt. He had on the chucks with no shoe screen and a white tee. You know, he just I got said, home. I said, hey, big dog, you can't run through the gate. He said, hey, man, I'm sorry, man. He said, I just got a and he called a cab. Let's go eat. He said, I just got a cab. He said, my baby playing. I ain't never seen my baby, man. He, he on the field right there, whatever. I I, I, I got $10. Hey, would that get me in? I said, nah, my man, go ahead, man. Go watch the game. I tell the people at the gate he good. I even go get the nigga Gatorade because nigga sweating so bad. 
He was like, thank you, bro. That's my baby right there. He was just so excited. Same sense, other people that do tournament would have got that team. Me? No. They definitely would have got that team. My niggas just they probably would have told him. Shit, nah, bro. It's going to be 15, bro. That nigga looked like he, the nigga said he just came home. It was a sitting on the gang, like. <laughs> he probably been gone six years, too. Man, the nigga had, nigga still had on the uh, jail dickies. And the nigga that come into a park with jail dickies and the uh, bobo with no shoe scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just came. That nigga ain't yeah. stopped the journey. He was trying to make that game. So, most niggas, that's scared to like, go ahead, bit out. No, for trying sure. Trying to drink. You good. That man coming home to see his son. Fuck a gate. That's how I feel, too. And it might event. I think that everything that you have been through don't got you ready for this. I don't think it could have been a better person in youth football to build a platform like this for, for, for moments like that. Because this right. shit is not about football. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is just a common denominator. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, like, salute to Zay. He doing his thing now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I like seeing that shit. I like seeing, like, I'm finna get him up here. Like, this what, that's what we need. And niggas who doing that shit, all of them need to stick together. And use this shit together and, and build the platform up and make this shit big and blow everybody up because this is what's going to change what's fucking going on yeah. with these kids, See, dog. That's not like, when I first started, if anybody remember, I was, I was Alice, right-hand man. I was... Not in the streets, but I was his shooter. You say mm-hmm. anything negative about B2C, I'm coming out there. No, you was. So when Warzone started growing, I'm like, man, my boy, I think started pushing the nigga away. Like, so Zay come to me and said, hey, I want to do game. I said, hey, you can do game. He like, you think so? I said, hey, look, bro, I'm 36, bro. You 22, 23. You the future. Either I'm going to help you in this, or I'm going to turn away and let you get it out the mud. But now you... You got a, a, a certain, you, you feel a certain type of way about me. And I'm competition. You ain't got to be competition. I'm finna bring you on, show you the right way to do it, because get what? In five years, when Warzone ain't hot no more, and I need a favor, or I need help, or I need you to be there with me, you down. So, I go do commentary for the games. Hey, DC, plug your event in. No, that's about you. I'm playing a Born Chaser song. Uh, meet you, man. You, that man on did like thirty you football song, like right? he the he the you football song man. Man, you gotta go to meet you, man. But you know the inspiration behind it. Know what? Huh? Uh-uh, nah. You know the inspiration behind doing you football song. Who did the first you football? I song? did the first you football song. For sure, I did the chance. Everybody say all the learn the chance. All right, man. Then I took all the kids and I let the kids do the song. Right. So you know it, 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 it all what's the name? And meet you I'll tell you that that's different. It ain't like he's saying no, nah, man. I just. Home chill. No, I did it, and you took it and ran with it, which is cool because it's about the kids. He ain't charging for these songs. You send him your roster, he knock it out. You can't beat that. So that's why I say about we can keep pushing stuff like that, man. Anybody need my help? Long as it ain't on the weekend or the Warzone Bowl, I'm pulling up for free. No, for sure. I ain't gonna bust my ass and work like it's mine, but I'm gonna show you what that's you just, need yeah. help with and how you control that gate. Better. I OG it. I OG. I be the OG. I, right. I definitely be the OG. Nah, right. for sure. And I think we need more of that. Tell everybody where they can follow you at. Uh, you can follow me at on Instagram at Warzone U Sports. Um, website WarzoneUSports.com. Um, you get on your own Facebook, search Warzone U Football Group. It'll pop up. It's like 16K in now. I can't tell you what the cover picture is. I changed it here. got them three days. But PL. PL. P and L on now. P, legendary coach, his son, one of the top quarterbacks in the country. P and L, then welcome on. And another thing, too, is all my 707 trophies, plaques, and shit I be getting y'all niggas, DT line me up with it, too. You know what I'm saying? With the trophy, man. And on the west side, and here in the city, that's what I love the most. Keeping this shit in the house. Brandon Sport, man. Definitely, man. Definitely, man. So, it's, I'm blessed to be here, man. I, when, when bro said I come on the show, I said, shit, I left work early, man. Nah, man. I, I just like I say, man. I got platform like this, and I gotta, I gotta continue to do the same thing you do. Highlight niggas who are doing great work in the community, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what one thing I built this platform up for was for the community. This, this ain't a rapper platform. This ain't a singer. This ain't a producer. This is a platform for black people like me who doing positive stuff in the community and spreading positive words and who got testimonies and stuff that they've been through to show the you shield as an example. 
for somebody else don't have to go through. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's what this is. So it was a pleasure for them to be like, DJ, pull up at this motherfucker, dog. You know what I'm saying? It ain't shit, dog. You know what I'm saying? Now, I tell you, man, Jabo definitely needed was on team in the next um, mental health event, though. Yeah. I, 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 I got to find some hoopers. You know what? When, when the game? I don't know. We ain't, we ain't had one all year this year. Then he going to call me out like that, y'all. Check this. What's on ball? Let me you. I need you to coach that All-Star game. I'm done. Send me floor. I'm done. I see it. I'm done. Okay. I'm going to post yeah. this in Warzone now. <laughs> I'm done, dog. I ain't never lie. I ain't never lie. Okay. And then the crazy part about this shit is, I know the level you division. You know, I don't know a lot of these kids no more. But I know the level you kid. Cool. So that that'll be that'll be that'll, that'll be. I ain't easy. got Coach Levy no more. Yeah, Coach Levy head coach. I'm gonna make the post today. Hey, you talking about man? That what it is, man. Till motherfucking next time, man. It's your boy Parlay live in Digital House Studios, and we're in the apartment with Parlay. Meet me in the apartments.